a new intro to the City of Palms podcast. That was the very first time that a track from Cobras' new Neon Royale album has met the internet. And there's more where that came from because Colin and Zid did not only give us a great conversation filled with music and tattoos and ghost stories, but they also gave Danny and I exclusive access to some of their new tracks on Neon Royale. So we hope you really enjoy the conversation that we had with them. We really enjoyed it. And Follow through to the end to hear even more sneak peeks into their new upcoming project with Cobras. Welcome back to the City of Palms podcast, everybody. Today's a special episode, episode 21. We have two of four members of Cobras, one of my favorite local bands. To my right, we have Zid. And you, um... You're mainly the synth operator and sound guy, right? And engineer? Uh, for Cobras, I am a synth programmer and lead guitar all at the same time. Awesome. And then we have the famous, the man who did all my tattoos, Colin Zero as the tattooer and his tattoo. You see, we got it all around the table. Colin Zero as the tattoo artist and Colin O'Ryan as musical performer. Right. Yeah. Um, I suppose this is a decent enough time to clarify that up. Um, I am Colin O'Ryan. Uh, Colin Zero is more of a uh, tattooing stage name, you know what I mean? To keep it separate from those universes, it's actually rather simple. Yep, <laughs> yep. Couple of cool guys we've got here. And uh, how are you today? Great. Fantastic. <laughs> got all pre-gaming. Super, super good now. Yeah, yeah, we're chilling. We got our waters and everything. So, yes, yes. So I, I mainly want to focus, you guys both have lots of things you could talk about you and all of your art and all your musical endeavors throughout your life you all your musical endeavors and personal projects but i want to focus on cobras and um do you have anything you want to add for the intro because you don't know them at all i know colin a little bit and i've seen cobras live so i know a little bit but you don't know anything so feel free if you have um, a more no, we, big we question can jump right in and yeah i'll just i'll rip it, rip it up hell yeah um so i mainly want to know i'd like to speak with each of the band members and see how it all kind of came together because i heard it, you, one of you referred to it as like the Ninja Turtles, how each yeah. of you like came together like the Ninja Turtles. And so like kind of where did Cobras, where was like the seed that started Cobras? Uh, well, the, and that was, that was me that said the Ninja Turtles thing. And it was actually, uh, it was sort of more about our personalities, less than, you know, than how we came together. Mm-hmm. You know, how you sort of had, and, and that that was a good thing because it seems that those are, when... When someone is intentionally creating a group of personalities, those are the ones they want. You know what I mean? It's a nice balance. And it just so happens that we have similar personalities to those, so it, you know, blah, blah, blah. It felt like a, like a good thing, you know, if it resembled something that had been used in pop culture on purpose, you know. Um, but we... Yeah, they made me the goofy one. <laughs> no, the, the smart one. Oh, all right. You know? Oh, I like that. I take it back. Then. Yeah. Um, I do like pizza. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, that's really, I think that was the lesson to take home from that show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, but no, we came together, uh, I mean, the seed? Uh, Frankie and I wanted to play music together. We were a married couple, and we were like, I don't care if that sounds cheesy or if that's uh, uh, unwise, you know, as the industry 
supposedly says, mm-hmm. uh, we just wanted to play music together, you know, and so I was like, well then, you know, rather than being one of those hokey, you know, acoustic guitar couples playing stuff in the bar, let's, let's be a band, let's like be an actual band, you know, and so we, you know, started doing that, started working on that, well, okay, we're going to need a drummer, you know, and so we got ourselves a drummer, and we found Louie, and he's awesome. Uh, and we're like, cool, we got ourselves a fun little garage sound, it's developing, I'm not sure where it's going, but I know where I would like for it to go, and we don't have that yet, and we really, what we really, really wanted was like, I don't know, we liked, you know, we were digging on things like Depeche Mode, and, you know, like, Nine Inch Nails as well, you know, like, right, right, yeah, I was gonna say, I'm I'm not trying to list a bunch of bands forever, but like, you know, like, that gets a slightly, you know, narrowed down spectrum there, um, and we were like, we want a digital feel to our stuff. We want electronic in there, but we're at a garage uh, place right now, you know. So we we heard Zid playing at uh, uh, at Howl, and I, I remember being on the other side of a wall and being like, what is that? <laughs> it was like, you know, it was like you were hearing something that was just like, okay, that's not a band, that's the thing I was talking about. You know, and I go and I look at it, it's this guy, and I'm like, we need him. We need him. You know. Did you know him before that, on like a friendly basis? Not really. Wow. I mean, I had become maybe uh, acquainted. Yeah, I was becoming very good friends with Frankie Colt, was his wife. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing person, and she actually helped get me on the stage and, and all that jazz. So I knew her, but I didn't know Louie or Colin. And uh, I had just left a band because I was kind of tired of the format that that band was doing it was not what I liked at all so I was just doing my own thing and like one night I was playing it was actually at uh, some brewery somewhere and they're, they're just sitting there like Louie and Colin they're just sitting there watching I'm like what the hell are these guys doing and I finished playing and they were like literally like we want you to be in our band I had, <laughs> I had just I had just decided I was done with bands I was like because I said no to like four offers that month alone, four different bands asked me to be in them. And I, something felt right about Cobus. I was like, what would I be doing? And Colin's like, what you just did. I yeah. was like, okay, <laughs> let's do that. What were you playing on stage at Howl that night? Uh, well, it was, I wasn't actually at Howl the night they approached me. It was an, another, another venue. But I, I had played three of my electronic songs. And at the time, I had uh, tracks assisting. I would play guitar or one keyboard to the rest of the music. You can find the stuff we're talking about on it, by the way. Zid in the 25. Yeah, it's only you up there? Uh, It was only me, but uh, it has a band name as if there was a whole band involved in making the music. Yeah, Zid with an X. X X-I-D. And the 25. So that project was Zid and the 25 was the name of the band. Yeah, and it's on all platforms, right? That's that's everywhere. Um, There's an album that I dropped last year that I am very proud of. And the album before that, I wish I hadn't dropped, but it's there as well. And some <laughs> some people appreciate it for what it is, but I had no idea what I was doing at the time. On the way to the skate park, I'll show you. I was listening to it. It's really cool. For sure. So then, so so at what point you wrote? Did you write a lot of music music as the three of you, and then brought him on, or did you kind of restart when he got brought on? Both. We had stuff that we were that we had already written that we weren't willing to get rid of. It was just like, all right, we'll fi- we'll find a way to work him into it. Well, they, and, yeah, they you guys they had a show coming up in like a week, oh, yeah. so I wasn't to be in it, but I was at the first rehearsal, and I was like, look, man, I promise you, I'll be ready for this show. What do you got? Show me your stuff. 
And they were on the stage, and I was out on the floor facing the stage with a guitar and a keyboard. I was just like, play your song. I'm like, how about this? And Colin's like, yeah, you know, or how about this? They're like, yeah. So I made the show. Like, we it sounded fine. exactly like that. We did the show. <laughs> yeah. So that was, but, but that was, that was their set. Oh, yeah. It's all good. That's that was that was what they had written before we all got together. So we did perform it, and the album did come out, but that still wasn't what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So we have a new album now that is what we wanted to do, which was actually writing the songs. You know, not trying to fit into older songs or figure out what genre that we wanted to be. And it's like it's crazy because you have different songwriters, different producers. Um, that brought these songs to the table. So, like, if you sit down and listen to this album, track one through eleven, we'll hit a genre you like because it's it's unfrickin' believable uh, because it's what we wanted. So, like, Frankie wanted this. Yeah. That's how the song was produced. Colin wanted something. That's how the song was produced. And then, of course, what I do. And I, you know, so there's songs that are heavily influenced by what I love. You know, so like, the, yeah, and, and you can hear each one of us and. Yeah. I, I think that's what it, 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 it Yes, and, and because uh, the lyrics weren't written by me, they're, they're much better. <laughs> I stay away from lyrics. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but, that, that is my area. Well, I mean, mine and Frankie's areas. Um, yeah, no, I, I, to kind of uh, spin off of what you just said, actually, uh, for sure, I've been in lots of bands over the years, and this is for sure the the most myself, I guess, I've been, I've been, I've, I've been, I've been able to be, you know what I mean, like, alright, and it just, just, let's just do whatever the, f- I don't care if it's weird or cheesy or whatever, I just want to do the, what the fuck I want to do, you know what I mean, because I'll admit, for years in my 20s, I was chasing, like, the, you know, what does the market want, what do the people want, yeah, mm-hmm. and then lost sight of what the fuck I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, it's such a breath of fresh air to be doing something, it's like, okay, this is what I wanted to do, I hope people like it. And I feel like you can feel that, like the shows I've been to, like you seeing you all on stage and you're performing, like each of you have an energy and like you feel like you're really like getting it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I can't wait to hear the new stuff because I was really into the Stage Stop EP and seeing you all perform those songs, but from what I hear, you guys have developed a lot since then and it's a lot different. Yeah, Yeah. well this, yeah. The, the, the album uh, is called Neon Royale um, and it's 11 songs, full, full album, everybody's been doing these short you know ep stuff so what what the plan is is to release three songs at a time in a theme an elemental theme 12 so, total three at a time in four pieces yeah. so uh water air earth and wind and the songs somehow represent that element wow. they tie in but like the first three songs that are dropping wait no you you skipped fire the water air the all right well okay but anyway each one will be named after an element yes my and God, the, the overall title is named the, the first three songs, for example, the, the first release is a pop song, synth-heavy pop song. The second release is the darkest Depeche Mode Nine Inch Nail mashup you've ever heard in your life. It is nothing like the first song. And then the third song slams so hard, it starts out with church organs, violins, and then guitars and drum machines come in, and then it's got a hook to dive. I'm like... But they all share things in common. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. each all has its own personality, but you can tell it's all got a, a generalized flavor. And mm-hmm. almost every song on the album is a minimum of five minutes. Wow. Minimum. That's awesome. And eleven tracks. That's really awesome. Right. Yeah. 
and they really do embody the elements that they're associated with. It's like, I know, again, it's like, I don't care if it's cheesy, you know, we're doing the things we want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so the fire songs on the fire, which the first one to be released will be fire. That'll be the first one we do fire. Uh, and all of those sound like fire songs, you know what I mean? And then the second one will be water and so on. And they all sound very watery. And you, when you hear them, you'll understand what I mean. It's, it's like, yeah, 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 no, but listen to them and you'll, you'll feel me. You know what I mean? So. Hell yeah! Is there a date? Are you guys still kind of up in there on a date? Or not is... a date just yet. We're we're not gonna try and do that just we're, yet because there's suggest... too many things that haven't been um, tied up yet. Yeah. It's, you know? it's ready. It, yeah, there's right. a few things we need to button up, like you said. But the best thing you can do is just go find Cobras on Facebook and Instagram, like the pages, follow the pages, and man, go back and see what we've been up to, and yeah. get excited with us, and keep informed. Um, because right. it's going to be a big it's, release. And it'll be very soon. Yeah, we're literally just waiting on each duck to be in a row before we say a date. That's it. And then the Instagram is underscore Cobras underscore, right? Yes. Yeah, but it does come up under just You can Cobras. just type Cobras yeah. and it'll come you up. You don't need the underscore. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... It's just that some... There's some company somewhere that, you, like, yeah, makes shirts. And your, your, <laughs> your, your show will be the first ever... Uh, exposure of any of this music because we have gifted you some teasers of the first release so and at the end of the episode the first the first time any of it's been anywhere in the world i can't wait to listen including the internet will come from your show so right and wow. something you you said you you compared the two albums you were saying for you know what's something coming from stage stomp to this it's kind of a showcase of what we were talking about earlier stage stomp was really we had just we had just brought him in, so it was like yeah. songs that existed before him that that were that had he was included into okay. this album. We all wrote together as wow. as all of us. I think yeah. what you'll see though, and recorded ourselves. Yeah, the, well, the, the main difference between the two albums, the stage stomp has some great solid guitar songs, and we've kept that level of guitar in some of the songs. But one of the main differences is. Uh, there's only one song that doesn't have synth bass um, instead of you know band style music and our drummer who's amazing and live plays both drum machines and real drums didn't mind letting us experiment so the album is actually 100% drum machine we made no effort to record real drums and present you know this is a true like so that's electronically it is just wow. Phenomenal, and it enabled us to do what we wanted. Instead of spending all of our time miking a drum kit and trying to figure out how to record drums, everybody's doing it. We're doing something different, you know, and it sounds good. And we put it into our live show. I mean, the drummer is amazing. Louis can go, and he has drum triggers and samples and switches to the real kit. So actually, our live show has more energy even than the album. It's great. So. Yeah, because I saw a show... Um, I like I don't go to a whole lot of shows, so I haven't seen a whole lot of different types of bands. But I went to one of your shows in, at Nice Guys, and is there any like compromises you have to make compared to when you're uh, in in your studio or whatever recording an album compared to playing it live? Is there any like hurdles you have to jump through to kind of get the song to work? Because it sounds like you guys have a lot of Not different anymore. type. Right. Yeah, we kind of do the best we can to get it to sound. I mean. When we record stuff, we keep in mind that we want to be able to do it live. Yeah. We, you know, try to commit as little as possible. Well, the show that you saw at Nice Guys, yeah, we were still trying to use computers and interfaces, and uh, we found a better way since then. Mm -hmm. And um, 
literally the, performing. The, drum, the drummer now has yeah. a private mix and track and click right. in his ear. So we have the ability to add anything we want to the show. So if I'm playing guitar and Frankie's playing guitar, we need two guitars for a song. We lose the keyboards. Well, not anymore. Because now whatever keyboard we need can keep going. Or if I'm on the keyboard and we need more. So we put everything in it. I, gave, I put a synth in front of Colin now. So Colin has a synth. I noticed that, yeah. Right, yeah, I've been playing um, a lot of my bass parts on bass synth. So now. he has a synth, and, yeah. and some of the newer songs, he's actually firing sound effects off that synth while playing the bass guitar. I'm playing synth, you know. We have a song now where Frankie grabs one of my mini synths with a guitar strap, and she's playing harmonies. Guitar style. Wow. She's yeah. playing harmonies with the lead guitar on a keyboard, and there's still other synths firing, and it's... It's changed. Like from that show to the most recent show, we've only done one show in this format. Was at South Street, and uh, it was it was phenomenal. Um, great response. Nice. Yeah, I really like that place. And we didn't screw up the technology, <laughs> which I hate. Has that happened? Have yes, it like really yes. badly? Absolutely. That's why I don't want to use computers anymore. Uh, we were playing a show, and a a bar employee came up on the stage to shortcut to the the back room and. Stepped on a friggin' wire. My laptop's like about to go, and I had to. I just from I was off my game for the rest of the night because the thing was wobbling and I couldn't get to it. And I'm like, you know, oh. Windows 10. Sorry, internet is is evil, <laughs> and it does. If you don't let it go online, it'll hijack every now and then. Just screw your computer up until it gets to talk to the mothership. So you could be in the middle of the show. Yeah, you'd be in the middle of the show, and Windows 10 is like, um. You need to update your drivers, you know. So I have issues with performing uh, with a Windows computer. So sounds like you got it down to a science now, though. And it's phenomenal for home studio recording and DOS software. Thank you for that, Windows. But otherwise, <laughs> I don't like the technology to fail. I want it to be. Mm -hmm. If it's not failing, you're doing a good show. If, if something's going wrong and you start to panic. I feel like there's probably a, a, a thousand people out there mumbling to themselves in front of Apple. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what? I can't. The main reason I haven't switched is simply because I have probably 30 hours worth of installs I would have to do I bet. From, from one computer to the next. And they're all not Apple compatible, so I would have to, it'd probably take me a month. To get my software happy on it. Yeah, computer. and then to figure so out how to I'm use it. I'm putting that off. So. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see the newer stuff, because even the show I saw at Nice Guys, where you, I, I think you played a couple, I don't, am I mistaken, you played a couple of new songs there, right? Uh, at the Nice Guys show? I think it was back, uh, I months ago. I guess at that point ago. they were new. I mean, oh, well, uh, right, yeah, we have been playing a lot. I think you played a couple from the new album. Yeah. We, we are playing, um, four from the new album. We added right. one. That's it, um, yeah. Two weeks ago, we had a rehearsal on a Thursday, and I said, guys, we can pull this new song off. Uh, this is the one where I put Frankie on the keyboard and stuff. And we performed it the f Saturday after, so one rehearsal and three days later. So we're trying to get the entire album into the show. Yeah, so a couple of the ones you heard live, yes, those are, those are some of the ones. So your most recent shows, I haven't been to, to the most recent couple you've done, but are, are you, you don't play anything from Stage Tomp, it's all the new album, or do you, uh, are you still? Ah, two. Right, yeah. two? Oh, live. Yes. yes. Right, live, yes. Uh, well, and actually, one of the songs is a remake of one of the songs from Stitch Stump. Interesting. Yeah. 
Um, which one? Can I know which Phoenix. one? Oh my god, yeah. We we. What? I just. I, yeah. You made me just do that. You made me just do that. You made me just do that. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot it was even on the other album. It's not the same song. Anyway, it was a what if. Yeah, it was a what, it was a what if, right? But we were like, what if? What if we had done this song together? Right. So so we so ran it back it. and redid that song. So yeah, one of that. <laughs> and so thanks dick <laughs> I, I, I thought about asking this off the air just cause I, I don't know I didn't want to like get into it too far but um, I hate my tattoos like that <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm getting it covered up yeah. fight 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 but uh, the, old, the old music used to be on all platforms and Spotify and everything I had it all on my playlist and it's recently been taken I listen to it on Bandcamp still right but so, is that because of the new album yes sort of yes um we uh, in in preparation for the new album, are using a lot of hashtags that you can't justifiably pair with the old album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, all right, it's gotta go. You know, that it still is available on Bandcamp. You can find it. It's just, I think we, it, when it comes to Spotify, I wanted a clean slate. It's you not the I mean? same band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. You know, it's like you're gonna. You're yeah, it was, it, was, it was a handful of heavy songs that we just tried to shove some, some keyboards into it. And I hadn't learned to play the guitar yet either, so not proud of my guitar work on that album. And like in the Fair. last in the last year and a half, two years since we met, like they just patiently waited for We're me. We're extremely proud yeah, they waited. of the, the quality of the recording, though. The, uh, yeah, Chris, yeah, Chris White were, absolutely is a genius. Oh, that album's unbelievable. That's the same dude that did Feast of the Antipathy, right? They, they, Probably. Yeah, yeah they I shouted assume. him out. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, dude, they, he's the man. He they're really awesome. Is. They waited for me to learn how to play the guitar. Like, literally, just waited. And, like, so, I learned how to play the guitar. Before Cobras, you didn't know how to play the guitar? No. Wow! Yeah. I didn't really I, know how to play the synth. No, I just grabbed the out. damn thing. I just grabbed it and went on stage, and I was like, I want to be like Nine Inch Nails. And I want to be like David Gilmore. How do I do that? How do I do, put Pink Floyd and Nine Inch Nails and Depeche Mode together? No idea. But then we started doing a lot of other shows, and I performed I love a lot. how those have become the only two we're, la- we're naming. <laughs> no, for my... They're st- paying no, for, for, <laughs> But for my, sty- my style, my style of, of guitar playing is... Uh, I try to be like David Gilmore as my guitar hero, so... I don't, I don't need to do all this crazy stuff. I just want to play the right note, so... Yeah. Um, I also learned a lot. I was doing a duo performance with uh, his wife Frankie and she and I were playing all over town so every night I would just be I was like hey I think I just figured this out and you know like hey this is did you, did you? and she's like yeah, 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 yeah so that's how I learned to play the guitar so that's now we get to do what we want for this album so wow now you said because one thing I was super into with the the older music was um just everything you and Frankie do vocally all the harmonies and stuff like that is so that you double okay, down now it's we tripled up Yes. Yeah. We have, we have five part harmonies on this. Song. Really? Yeah. We have we have Zid singing many many harmonies on on this album. And uh, uh, you know what? You pulled a cat out of the bag. I'm gonna pull one too. We have him singing some lead vocals as well. Wow. On a track. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I so got a track or two, I think. I think. Kind um, of I think the two of you in our show are fairly equal with lead vocals. Right. And we. Frankie is our front woman. And hands she, down. But he sings lead a lot. Yeah, right, yeah. that's a fact. Uh-huh. 
Right, well, and she has very made a very big deal out of the fa- and you know, and I, I love her for it uh, out of the fact that we are a band capable of many. You know, we have more than one vocalist. You know what I mean? We have three. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we have really utilized that on this album. There is like like Queen style harmonies, just that's amazing. Well, you yeah. uh, you have if 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 you operate this way, if you want, right? You know, you can insert a clip of a, a singing acapella. Ah, oh, there is, yeah, right, there is some so, from Castle. Here is an acapella clip of Cobra's new song. I wanna build a castle for you and I. You make me wanna live until I die. Cause I fear, only fear. And we're back. <laughs> is that how that works? Yeah, yeah we can. If do they that. want. And if not, then I just look really crazy. Hello! <laughs> Either way, you can stick your hat. We've time traveled. Um, yeah, so a lot, of, a lot of great harmonies on there. Um, yeah, and, and like I said, with the shows, you really feel that energy. I think it's because it's not just like bass is up there playing bass, drummer back there playing drums. Guitars out there, and then the singer. It's like you each do a couple different things, and each of you doing that together. Plus, with Frankie's energy and her costumes and stuff like that, it puts this whole like image. You know what I mean? Sure. And, yeah. and that, I feel like that's a big detail of a successful I, band. I think theater itself is is going to well does and and will in the future play an even bigger role in our stage stuff. Yeah, we try to be as visually appealing as possible because in this. In, like I don't know, things are changing. You know what I mean. And now people can just watch things online. It's harder to get people out of their houses to go to events to see live bands. Um, so you better be visually really good. You better be something worth getting off the couch and going to see. Yeah, we're, you know, we're wrapping up three music videos right now too, like over mm-hmm. the top. Um, yeah, we got lucky, but uh, we were I, we were able to film on a five hundred thousand dollar light show stage. Uh, can't get into too many details, but a guy uh, called the Reflections Show out of Orlando at yeah. at Reflections Show has a brand new uh, venue. He's getting going, and so we got an, a chance to yeah, those lights are unbelievable. Go to Orlando and film yeah. there, and we brought some HD cameramen with us. Like holy crap! Like yeah, and there's some really cool behind the scenes stuff. Um, on the Cobra's Instagram, I right. might insert some like pictures or something in the actual podcast. But check out the Instagram to see they have some behind the scenes shots. Yeah, and even and that stuff looks. It does. <laughs> it's behind the scenes, and it still, it's still like there's Whoa, yeah. Three, there's three or four behind the scenes short clips on my Instagram as well. The Zid and the Twenty Five Instagram. Um, yeah, just like walking around going, "Can you believe this crap?" You know, like, <laughs> Look at that. Jeez. 
Yeah, they were telling me they had, like, like fireworks. <gasps> and... <laughs> yeah, we didn't know. Right in the middle of the video, the guy's like, hey, what do you think about this? And he hits a button, and there's fire everywhere. And I was oh, like... I love it! I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, and then... Glow in the dark neon black light stuff came down from Snow, the ceiling and it was like bubbles and glitter. And I'm it was like, like what dude, the hell is that yeah. all over my keyboard? I'm like, is that gonna hurt it? Who cares? So it? my guitar, I haven't cleaned it yet. My guitar is glowing in the dark right now. Like I haven't cleaned it up yet. It's like just glowing. Yeah, yeah I guess I could ask. I guess I could ask her whenever she's in here when we get her on an episode. But Frankie, what a field day did she have? Oh. Planning for that, dude. Oh, six costume changes. Right, the work. So yeah. she had a list in her phone. She's checking. Yeah, she I bet. Right. Oh, dude. Because even had, the nice yeah. she is that kind of a person. Mm-hmm. She's got lists and check boxes for everything. Well, it was footage for Organized three. Woman. Yeah, it was footage yeah. for three music videos. So she had six costume changes. I had three. Colin, you know, had three. Louis always wearing a black shirt back there, so <laughs> you didn't have to worry about the costume changes. But uh, he was playing the drums for real. Kudos to him because. Yep. Uh, we couldn't fake play, you know, so he was banging the hell out of those things. Yeah. That's really sick. All right, we're going to take a quick break right now, and when we get back, um, we could hop into more tattoo stuff. I know Danny's got a lot of questions about nice. tattooing stuff, and we'll right. go into, like, stories and stuff like that. And Cool. So uh, stay tuned. We got a lot more coming. Enjoy the ad. Yeah, thank you. At Cobras. Danny and I ask a lot of our guests what their thoughts are on the local art and music scene around here, and typically we get positive answers. People say there are events happening, and there's people going to them, and there's a reason for that, because without events, there would be no scene, and there's certain groups around here that make it happen, and that organize it, and uh, that follow through, and that's why this week's Local Legend goes out to Set Life Productions. So for the past couple years, Set Life has helped organize and promote events like Rock for Equality, Babe Fest, and countless others in this area. And more recently, they've began producing zines every season to help highlight artists and musicians and all sorts of talent around Southwest Florida, which, as you know, City of Palms Podcast is all about. So if you are interested in local businesses, if you're interested in attending events around the community, and especially if you're interested in reading one-on-one interviews with the talented people around here, I would highly recommend checking out Set Life Pro. They're on just about every social media platform. And to the folks who run Set Life Productions, thank you. Keep killing it because you're doing a lot of good for the community. And we're back. All right, the second half, I want to move a little bit away from, like, the music and Cobra side of stuff, and I want to focus um, more on, like, kind of your personal projects you work on. We already talked about Zid in the 25 a little bit, and but uh, Colin is mostly famous around here. I wouldn't say famous, but, like, you're, you're well known as the, uh, the black work tattoo artist around here. Cool. Colin Zero is his, um, Colin.Zero.Tattoo is his, tat- is his Instagram for his work. You can definitely check it out because he does a lot of awesome stuff. He did all my tattoos, did his hand tattoo, but, um... So what 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 do you because you're trying to get your first tattoo? I am. So yeah. what like questions went through your head, and you could ask someone like Colin who probably has gotten every question in the book for people who 
Because do you get a lot of people who it's their first tattoo ever? And oh, sure. do you have to yeah. like give them the rundown of like, yeah. it's going to hurt this much? And... Well, I mean, and okay, uh, right. And I've had to give the old description. Well, what's it feel like, man? You know? <laughs> and I think I've. The one where I've had other tattooers kind of nod their heads and agree the most is. If, if one was to scrape a toothpick across a sunburn, is, okay. You know, I've, I've had a lot of people be like, yeah, okay, that's probably about, yeah, it's solid there. You know, I mean, oh, obviously man. it varies from there. You know what I mean? That's, I'm like, that's in my head right, right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. me it's too. Not, but right, like, yeah, but, but that's the whole thing. That's one of the things I love about tattoos is it's, it's not comfortable. You know what I mean? It's, it's a thing you have to endure. And then at the end, you have something hopefully beautiful to show for it. <laughs> betting on your artist. But That's <laughs> totally true. You just gotta get through it. Um, right, and it's exactly it's something you, you you go through. You know what I mean? And I don't know. That to me is like that concept is my favorite thing about tattoos. There's a. a a uh, group of guys online, the Brutal Black Project. They, they it's like that's that's what they're that's what they're about. They're like trying to hurt you, and it's like that's <laughs> the whole point. It's like a ritual, you know what I yeah, mean? It's yeah. like a pain ritual. You, you get to a point of oh my god, I don't think I can do this, you know what I mean? Bro, and, but then one. and then you do, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You did do it, you know what I mean? Oh, I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm getting like body reaction. That's so powerful, you know what I mean? That's like such a thing. I don't know. I love that. What did I say whenever I got home? You all were here whenever I got home after the this rib session, and I said I think I said it was the hardest th physical thing I've ever had to deal with because I was seriously like I can't do it, I can't do it. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, fuck, right. yes, you fucking can. Yes, You're not you coming can, back. Dude. Yes, you. And can. then once I saw right. it, how it was done, I'm like, I didn't have to come back for a it's, second there. And I was yeah. like, yes. Right. Right. Like right before I got my hand tattooed, moments before somebody goes, oh, the hand is the worst. I was like, you shouldn't say. It. Depends but, on your perspective. <laughs> I mean, there. <laughs> Colin was doing this tattoo, and I'm like, I cannot show this fucking guy how much this hurts. I've got to do this well, so... Yeah. Oh, come I, on. No, I mentally prepared. Uh, you and I were... That's the result of toxic masculinity. You and I right now, <laughs> uh, like, we're super good friends, but we were still getting to know each other, and we were just bandmates, and you were going to tattoo me, so... I, I couldn't let these, this guy see, the, you know, so I did good. I mean, I dug my... I dug a hole in my shoes bending my toes, but I said, I took it pretty well. And you know what? It made it easier because I had a goal and my goal was to not yeah. be a, a wuss bag in his chair. So, mm -hmm. so with the band Which on your, uh, the top of your arm, that goes into the inner, right? Yeah, that sucked. I, uh, uh, I didn't right, do those. The inside of my arm sucked. This was a, another guy that was a good friend of mine. Right. Did these. But um, the hand hurt way worse than No, the, the most painful one was uh, the inside arm. Um, Damn. It, it's that's the repetition because they first they outline. But I mean, if you're putting all the spots on the body on a one to ten scale, I'd say the inside of the arm is like a seven and a half. Hey man. You so know, what? What would you say? Ten. The only ten I have felt have all been down the center of my body, like throat, <sighs> sternum. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I stomach actually was I eight seven. And you've done a lot on yourself, correct? Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. Wait, that's wait, awesome. How do you, uh, is it, you can only do it on one part of your body, right? Or well, I'm right, yeah, right, exactly. I can't do anything on the right half of my body. I'm only right-handed, right? So, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> but, yeah, no, a few of them I have done myself. And, I don't know, like, for example, I don't, this one here is one of them. It's, I mean, wow. I, right, exactly. Wow. Note how straight, perfect circles and stuff. You know, you're not supposed to tattoo yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, lady. I know, now I'm knocking stuff over. Interview. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have much questions about like that type of stuff, but I do want to like, so you said you've been tattooing for 11 years now. Yeah. So did, were you like into drawing before that? Right. Yeah. Stuff? No, I was an artist all my life. I, uh, I, you know, when people ask how long you've been an artist, it's like, I don't know how long could I hold things? You know what I mean? Like two, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever that may have been. I don't, but, uh. Yeah, I've literally just been an artist all my life, and as a teenager, it starts getting, you know, all you hear is, well, what are you going to do with your life? What are you going to be? What are you going to turn out to be? And <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, fuck, I don't know, man. All I know how to do is, like, make stuff. And just, shit. You know? So, what was your outlet at that time? Like, as a teenager, did you mainly, like, draw pictures? Music. Or, like, I figured I was going to, you know, be in a cool, successful rock band, and that the art thing was just going to kind of be a fun bonus. Like, hey, I can also draw things, you know? And really, honestly, immediately prior to that, before it occurred to me that I wanted to do music, I, I wanted to be a comic book artist. That was like, you know, like, you know, that was like the, the idea there until somebody was like, let's start a band. And I was like, duh. You know, like that, it was that, you know, that ended up taking over. But um, then, you know, of course, over the years, you start realizing those worlds can blend. And then you can design your own album covers and merch and so on. And so, of course, it helps. But. It was like, how am I going to, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, anyway, graduating high school, how am I going to make a living? You know what I mean? What do I do? You know what I mean? And so it was just like, oh, lots and lots of odd jobs for a long, long time. But I went and got a tattoo one day, and it was like, oh, like, a, you know, it just occurred to me, light bulb over my head, like, there's an artist that's making money. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, you know, it's, you know, the quest after that was to figure out how to be in that world. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. It's hard to join the world. <laughs> I don't know, you have to get somebody who wants to teach you, and that's, you yeah. know, not everybody's in the mood right now to teach, or whatever yeah, it may be, yeah. you know, um, so it just, I kind of, I don't know, I consider myself lucky that a, a dude, a buddy came along, that, you know, a friend of mine tattooed, and it was like, again, another light bulb, like, hey, you're my friend and a tattooer, would you teach me, you know, and he's, yeah, sure, you know, so that's how that went, you know. Is practicing tough? Because I've heard, like, you can, like, practice on melons and stuff, but then, like, I practiced on myself. Really? Really. And my friends who were willing to fucking, you know, right. And it was like, hey, you know, as long as you're aware that in a couple of years I'll be able to fix this, you know. That's, that's how that went. And that's how a lot of people... I'll give you the rough it. sketch. Then and fuck. now, I don't know, like, you know, over the, over the years I've learned this, that, and the other thing. And uh, now I consider myself able to teach myself. So, like, I've, I'm, I'm now teaching someone else. I'm apprenticing. Uh, uh, his name is Spencer. Uh, he's, yeah, and he's, I think he's, I don't know, he's got a lot of promise. He's doing really Nice. Yeah. So, what was like tattooing for your first time like? Like, do you remember, like, do you remember the scenario? Do you remember emotions flowing through you? Like, oh gosh, because I, me, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes. I'd the be first, shaking so bad. The first drop of ink I ever put into any skin at all was myself, and it was like, yeah, no, I, I, I got, I. <sighs> this is one of those things. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, it was a very punk rock scenario, you know, I had a, just, you know, I got, I had a little beat up little machine and saying, I think this is how it works, you know, and I couldn't have been more excited though, I pulled my pain leg up and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm gonna figure it out, man, you know, and I wasn't scared, like, that was like, I think, you know, maybe pivotal, like, I, I, I was just, I was excited, you know what I mean, I don't give a fuck how this goes, I'm gonna figure it out, it's, it's nobody else's skin but my own, you know what I mean, and you know, and it, it, what it was was a little star on my knee, just because I just, okay, and I don't want to just make a circle, let's make a shape, let's really show yeah. dexterity, you know, and there it was, you know, I was like, oh my god, I can do this, hey, uh, do you care if I try something? I got a signature <laughs> star, I just learned. Yeah, that, and yeah. right then, you know, granted, that was, that, you know, that, 
do things the right way. If you're wanting to be a tattoo artist, to a tattoo artist, do not just go all bedroom. <laughs> you know, Dude, do my, things the right way. Wow. I was lucky enough to have somebody who came along and would, was willing to teach me in the right scenario. Dude, my first tattoo and, got up here was just a friend. We were drinking whiskey. And he's like, I'm gonna tattoo you. I don't know where the hell he got the gun or the needle from or nothing. It was <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> don't be one of the janky guys. Don't you know what I mean? Don't be one of those guys. Was your first tattoo? That wasn't your first tattoo. Don't be the kitchen magician. He thought he was, he thought he was good. Magician. I'm you sorry, know. he wasn't. If you're serious about your craft, be serious about your craft. That's all. I don't. Sh I don't show this. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask if. Like as a teenager and like punk rock teenager, I'm sure you don't care as much. But were you afraid of like sanitation? Because see, I, that's and that's the thing. thing. Okay, so sometimes people show me little pick and poke things that oh my buddy did this in our room, and I'm always torn in two directions, and it's inevitable. It'll always be that case. The tattoo artist in me is cringing, going, I hope you used, Aah! you know. But the punk rocker in me is like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Nice. You know, Stupid, but nice. dumb, but that's you know, but like, that's what we do, right? Like I don't know. I stuck a safety pin through my ear when I was seventeen. It was like that movie I saw. Today. I took my daughter to a movie. I was like, it's stupid, but it was it's good. dumb as fuck. Don't do that. Stupid, but, but it was great. You know. Yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. I feel <laughs> Please be clean about all the things you do. <laughs> that being said. <laughs> I've seen the pictures you see online of, of infected tattoos. Oh right. Oh, God. God. Don't be that fucking person. You know? Jeez. <laughs> so, Get it done right. As a, as a tattoo artist, when did you really... Because, like he mentioned, and I'm sure you know, you're, like, extremely talented with the tattoo gun, bro. Thank like, you. it's machine. insane. Machine. 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 Yes, tattoo machine. So when did so when did you like first start to see like whether it was like people or Instagram popping up or people in person being like, when did you first start to see like, damn, like... I'm like, pretty fucking good at this. It was taken... Right. Um, yeah, I treaded a lot of water for a lot of years because I was kind of right figuring it out as I went. And you see and, other people's work, too. I'm sure well, that's like... And you yeah. enter into a world, and you want to follow that world's rules. You know what I mean? And it was like, okay, pick a style. You got you know, traditional, you got neo-traditional, you got... Bang, bang, bang. And mm -hmm. it was... It, okay, well, if I, uh, which one do I fit in? I don't know. Yeah, this really look like me. Trash polka, kinda. You know, <laughs> but like, uh, but it was. I when I was at Howl, and it was a there was a moment of like you know you know I talk about these light bulbs over the head, you know, but like you know aha moments are everything. You know? It occurred to me you don't have to go by any of those rules. You can just do what your art looks like and see what happens. You know, you've been doing that with your music, right? You know, so you know, like so. Uh, like, so that's, you know, what I did. And I just literally, well, you know, okay, fine. If, if I'm going by my own rules, I always drew with pencils, inks, charcoals, black and white. I'm not really a big color person. Well, you know, co some coworkers and colleagues and stuff okay, were, were like, okay, there's a world for that. You know, they, there's guys that only work in black and gray. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, and then, you know, start working in that. And like, it, I don't know, you find your ability to be yourself in something, and it's just like, ugh, I don't know, you know what I mean? It all opens up. It's like when the chorus hits in a song, it's just yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how many years? How many years into tattooing did you find black work, and you're like, all right, this is what I'm gonna take off with, or or was it not even? Really I was uh, I was about six years in. I think it was six, seven years in when I was just like, that's my thing. Then if that's a thing, that's my thing because that matches me the most. You know what I mean? And it was like, okay, well, what language would you put that thing in? You know, if you can make it your own, 
you know what I mean? And it's just been developing ever since. Uh, and then I wanted, I threw a fucking wrench in the gears one day and wanted to start doing some like, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, what if I did do color? How would I do, in what language would I do it? You know what I mean? It's and, so good. So, right, yeah, right. Now, well, what am I into? I'm, I love all the cyberpunk imagery and stuff. Like, well, how can I incorporate that into tattoos? Laser beams, neon things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, aha, again, you know? And so, okay, then I just kind of got to work on how I would go about representing that without, without fucking it up, you know? Um, and, you know, I, after a little while, kind of figured it out, used the iPad and so on, and um, needed, uh, I, it was Alita, wasn't it? first test dummy. It's just it went well. It went well. And yeah, and he, he could show us right now. Uh, yeah, right. He's actually got the amazing I have never one seen one of my favorite the color is that right in a tattoo in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll put a better picture in the actual podcast. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah anyway that kind of became a stylistic uh, thing I threw in, you know what I mean saying and it, it goes very well with what was already there style wise, you know what I mean? All the illustrative black and so on. It sits well next to it so it's just like cool man okay you know this is something i can explore you know so now we're there it's not like i've abandoned black work i still love black work and i'm still doing lots and lots of black work <laughs> um but that's also a thing i like doing now too oh yeah yeah so so are there any like like uh like as just as, as a tattoo artist and like working in sh different shops and stuff are there any like terrible scenarios you deal with kind of like how servers have their like thing like bad customers they deal with uh, as a tattoo artist the are nightmares. There, yeah are there regular occurrences that make you just like eh. uh well i mean there's the the typical uh the, people like to cram 27 ideas into a space that's big yeah. you know things like that <laughs> uh, you know right um well i know you love when they come in with a drawing already well i'm I mean, kidding of course but isn't that awful it's, well, I mean, it depends on the case, you know? It, it depends on the case. You know, sometimes people come in and you're just like, oh, let me redraw that for you. <laughs> you know, but other times people come in and they're genuine artists, and it's like, damn, dude, that is dope. I would be honored to put that on you, you know? So, it, yeah, it depends. And I think, <laughs> uh, do you ever, I wonder this because whenever people have, like, asked me, because I, like, draw and whatnot, people ask me, can you draw me a tattoo? Can you draw me a tattoo? And I'm, I'm down, but then... It's also you got to consider the artist you're going to, right? Like if I were to go to you and have a picture of like, I don't know, just like something that's very like, like cartoony and like, I don't know, you would do it. You have the skills to do it. But is that something you might be like, eh, yeah, well, right. And see, that's when it comes to any tattoo, you, you got to think about what it is you want, what it looks like and what style that best fits into. You yeah. Know what I mean, mm -hmm. and, and I think that's something people don't be consider. best chosen to execute that style or that thing that you're going for. You know what I mean? Uh, I think at this point people kind of know better than to come to me for the cutesy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How would Robbie if I did it? I bet I could make it kind of cool. Yeah. I'd probably just find a way to stick some devil horns on it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got a Pokemon and just make it. evil somehow. I just want the I heart mom, you know. <laughs> Do you get text in it at all? Like people just wanting text? Yeah. Um, and actually, I've, and that's, you know, another part of the, uh, the business is finding a way to take each occasion and, and be able to like it, love it yourself. You know what I mean? Somebody comes to me wanting just text. How can I make that something that I won't go, man? You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, you know, there's there are ways to do that. I can make it like slashy and sick looking and splatter and well, you know, you know, things I like to put on stuff. But <laughs> but yet there's there's a way to make it something you can still enjoy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't always have to be you know, 
like sacrificing your soul. <laughs> so. so have there been any times uh, you, like maybe you had a consultation with someone and you were hyped and you're like, hell yeah, we could go this route with it. And then you draw something up for them. Maybe you get really excited and like, I imagine you try not to put too much time into it because they might not like it. I think, and I was explaining this to Spencer recently, um, it's not too, like, up, leading up to the point where you're putting needle to skin, it's all of the same as being a graphic designer. You're taking an order from someone, this is how they want it to look, and you tell them, okay, this is realistic based on that, and da-da-da-da. And you know, it's, it's, it's not too far removed from being a, a, a graphic designer. Um, so... Um, I'm stoned and I forgot the original question. Do you have someone get to you, give, like, have a consultation, and you get excited about uh, some concept you discussed, and then it, as, as you go to give them the final thing, say, all right, this is what I'm thinking, yeah, they right. go, no, I don't want Right, that. and they break your heart, yes. And that's what I mean, yes. That, it, that, that happens all throughout both uh, yeah, businesses, industries, whatever. Um, yeah, you know, you, you come up with something and you're like, cool, I worked hard on this. They're going to like it, right? And they're like, Mm-hmm. And it, but you know you thick skin develop it you know uh, it, it, it doesn't have always to do something with you personally in fact it almost is never that it's just not what they were expecting to see yeah you know so maybe you're not the artist they actually should be talking to mm-hmm. and being uh, wise and open about that is probably key you know what I mean like realizing okay it's probably somebody else you, you should be going to I know a guy and I don't mind doing that mm-hmm. you know what I mean I don't know I think it's important, you know, it's, that's, if, if what you, I think I see what you're going for here, and that's not me, you know what I mean, so, yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure. To try and attempt something that isn't you is foolish as an artist, you know what yeah. I mean, like, it, 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 you won't do it as well as someone who, that is them. And, you know? like you said, if you're excited about it, and you're like, hell yeah, I could do this with it, and this, this'll be cool, it'll be in my style, and that makes you excited to do it well, when yeah. if you, if someone just came to you with some, for some random cutesy thing, and you're like, Okay, I'll do it. It's money, and then, it, like you're not—that's like your kill, killing your soul a little point. bit. Yeah, and I don't know. It, yeah, is it art if your heart is? Oh, I can relate to that. Yeah. Oh, gosh, some of the cover bands I've been in. Right. <laughs> and maybe I don't know. Maybe that's what uh, drew me. Being a musician, maybe that mentality kind of drew drew me away from all the walk-in tattoos. You know, because I mean? they're like cover songs. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we're... <sighs> name artists. It's like cover <laughs> You know. <laughs> Worse than that, it's like covering ABBA, you know? It's right, like, and so, yeah, right. It, it, it became more important to do pieces that mean things to people. Yeah, know? definitely. Well, I mean, of course all tattoos mean something to someone, but I mean, you, you, you feel me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Did you grow up around here? Yep, yep. What high school did you go to? <laughs> Lehigh Senior High. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, but that's actually, no, they have a great drama program. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Riverdale, bro. That's Riverdale. <laughs> but were you any, uh, you said you were in theater? Yep. Nice. Yeah, I was. Yep, nice. I was discovering uh, being in a band and that type of person all at the same time as I was discovering being in, in theater. And I think that was a very good thing because that's a big part of it, like we were talking about earlier. You know what I mean? You, you have to... You, you need that as part of your show or else they ain't coming, mm-hmm. you know? For sure. And then even as a, vi- as a visual artist, uh, I feel like high school, unless you like, I feel like that's what makes someone like take that and run with it. If they have like programs in the school, like I think Cypress and their like arts program, I noticed that's where a lot of really talented people around here kind of found like 
okay, I can do this. I'm gonna yeah. take and run with this, you know? School. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's put in front of you sometime, you know what I mean? At some point. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be school, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I was a little kid, uh, we were staying at my grandma's house for a family thing, and uh, and this is gonna date me, but we rented a Sega from Blockbuster. <laughs> That's what you hear that one. We rented a Sega from Blockbuster. Dude, I used to run Blockbuster. Right, but, uh, we're so, you know, we we're, we at my grandma's house going to plug it in and stuff, and oh, yeah, put it on Channel 3. That was a thing. And, um, uh, yeah, but we... right, Channel mm-hmm. fucking 3. And we the, scrolled with past... The, box, the UHF converter box. Yeah, but as we're going through the channels, we went past what turned out to be MTV, and it was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. I was a little kid. I was just like, is that? <laughs> Dude, and it was, you know, back then, so you, I think it was a white snake video, I'm pretty sure. It was like, yeah, hair and the, <laughs> and the, you know, and I was in love from that moment on. What age were you there? Yeah. Like, like, it was, I didn't even want to play Sonic after that. I just wanted to go back to that channel. What was that? Screw <laughs> Sega. Yeah, and then my mom pops her head in the room. Oh, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah, right? Bye-bye. Yeah. Start hitting me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that. That was that. That was <laughs> ruined after that. I, I, I witnessed the launch of MTV Live. Oh, damn. Dang! <laughs> I'm older than I look. Dang! Well, I believe we that's left, a good thing, to, believe, be, to look younger than you are. I don't remember the details, but I know we skipped school or something. We were there. There was no channel, and then it came on here. Uh-huh. And and it was Martha, whatever her name is, the original DJs, and she's like, "Yeah, we're on TV." And I remember Kurt video. Loader. And I'm like, "Remember Kurt Loader?" Sure. <laughs> it's Kurt Loader with MTV. Martha. There was a Martha, the Kurt, and this other dude with like all the hair. There were like four, and they were VJs. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Now that channel hasn't played music in Jesse yeah. something or other, the wild yeah. one. He was yeah. so crazy, man. His hair and stuff. MTV One, MTV Two, and VH One. Between the three, they haven't played a music video in probably ten years. Yeah, what even? What this are they playing? Jersey TV Shore now? type bull. Yeah, it's crap. changed. It's shame it's on you. It's different now. Shame on you. Uh, they're paying attention to ratings and following that, chasing that. Yeah. yeah. We'll seek the internet for our. Well, they, they I want the Kardashians. Don't ask me why. I don't have. There's some other channel <laughs> that plays a lot of concerts now. Festivals. This is a random question, but have you ever thought about voice acting? Yes, I have. I that's actually one of those tucked away dreams. Along in that drawer is archaeologist, uh, <laughs> like Egyptologist slash. Yeah, I'm just fascinated by that stuff. Ufologist. I have a lot of like uh, little things that yeah and that's in that drawer Voice for sure yeah l- the little boat I missed that in in pursuit of this one today you know, or these two I should say today I on City of Hearts podcast we have voiceover <laughs> specialist Colin yeah, no because every time every time we're recording and I'm like in a vocal mic I always do like you know and play with it I go, oh man I just yeah I've been, I've been playing with my voice since I was a kid you know yeah it's probably had a lot to do with learning to sing and so well so many of the uh, most DJs podcast guys too now they EQ the shit out of their voice put that bass up yeah and they're like on the radio they're like you know what's up you meet him and, no. and then you, yeah. you finally meet him and they're like hi hey I'm going I'm going on the radio yeah cause oh man who hasn't won one man yeah. <laughs> God. Or they even do a badass like evil scientist no, they all like, start wacky like evil scientist oh I can do that you know, they, they all start like this in a world 
where you know. Like, there you yeah. go, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we're gonna start a show. Fun, right now. man. Oh yeah, I can't. Uh, yep. In a world where zombies. Have so to answer that question, totally yes. Two Absolutely. people yeah. fight back, Colin and Zed. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a dream. I wanna. If, if if all things fall through, you'll hear my voice on like like uh, trailers for movies. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. One man. <laughs> it's gotta be about one man or else I can't do it. <laughs> can't be about two men. <laughs> two men, I'm fucked. <laughs> man. Two men. Not a great start. No, I mean, actually, you know, I take that back. That can be a fantastic start. That is, that is terrible. <laughs> That's a great start to a movie. Two men. <laughs> and only two men. It depends on men. Mm-hmm. Well, right, I guess they can be assholes. It's like two fat nerds I don't want to know anymore. Listen, I'm a nerd. <laughs> yeah. That you don't want to know. You're a fat nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So one thing we ask all our guests before we I'm wrap it up. Yeah, let's cut all of that out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay if you don't have an answer or don't have any stories or anything, but we ask, because I don't have any stories, and this is part of the reason I ask, is if you have any, like, unexplainable stories or, like, ghost happenings, paranormal activity, anything that you're, to this day, you're like, I don't know what the hell that was. We're gonna need to make another episode for that. <laughs> Bro, I got You'll come back with Frankie and we'll just... Oh, my friend. Uh, ooh, I have things I don't want to talk about. Yeah, no, that, that, yes, for sure. For sure. Whatever you want to share, you can share. Um, oh yeah, that's right. I had something earlier, didn't I? Yeah, you said unexplainable scar. scar or something like uh, that? Uh, yeah, you know what? Okay, yeah, there's that. Um, I have a scar on my arm that, like, as a teenager, it just kind of was there one day. And um, at that time, I was very fucking, eh, whatever, who cares, just letting my life carry me wherever I, wherever it was, you know. And so I kind of just, like, I don't know, I assumed it was, like, must have gotten a cigarette burn or something at some point. But I feel like I'd remember that, but whatever, you know, moved on with life. And then, like, it wasn't until, like, I don't know, more recently that I'm, like, I don't have an answer for it though. Like I don't know where it came from, and it's a little—it's still there. It's a little weird, and yeah, I don't know. That's that's the only I, without getting speculative. You know what I mean? Like the only real feet on the ground information I have on that. You know, it's just—it's yeah, it's odd, and I'm not sure where it, I did it. I never cared, but then one day I'm like, why don't I care? You know, like, <laughs> this is a because I start. truly do, it's still there, making it deep. Because I have other scars from around that time that are gone now. You know what I mean? It's like, why is that still there? What the fuck was that? <laughs> you know? I, I do remember one. Yeah. Um, first apartment I lived in with my wife. We weren't married yet. Uh, I never told her that the landlord disclosed that somebody died on the toilet of this apartment. Old man. Never told my wife. Somehow she knew there was something wrong with this place. She couldn't go to the bathroom alone. She wouldn't shower. She couldn't sleep. And she's like, we need to get out of here. I can't. There's something wrong with this place. No way. I never told her. So for that reason only, I believe in energy. I'm not going to say there was a fucking ghost trying to kick us out of the house. Because yeah. it would have beat the shit out of me or thrown books off the shelf. You know what I'm saying? But I believe that energies can linger. And they're all over the place. Because you can't explain that how you would good, not have told her. Good or bad. I, I think there's good energy, too. Mm -hmm. um, I just think it's not kooky to assume that there are some things that science doesn't have a sure. saddle on yet. 
You know what I mean? Sure. Like, just because we don't know what it is doesn't mean it's God or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know? Can we do an episode on dimensional travel? Because <laughs> I, I believe in that shit. Dude. We, we got into it. There's, there's other what dimensions. I'm saying. We're going to need some more episodes. There are other uh, dimensions. Have me Nixon back. Sure. Yeah, we got plenty we can <laughs> talk about. It's like somebody knows why the hell we're here. Somebody knows, but they're not on this planet. <laughs> Dude, we talked about that a little bit with the last guest with Feast of the Antipathy. We were talking about like oh, the Mandela effect and stuff, sure. and how like there's just weird, weird things about like that our everybody world. thought was one way and now yeah. it's another. Uh huh. Or it could just be that like I don't know that, that that I've had I have my theories on that. It's like it could just be like mass misunderstanding. Yeah, like know? the yeah. Fruit Loops thing. I, I just yeah. thought like Fruit Loops is one where it's like everyone thought it was spelt. F R U I T S or fr- it's fruit always been double I know. O. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's always been double O, guys. <laughs> and, uh, and we are the champions by Queen does not end with the word of the world. It's <laughs> just that we want it there. Yeah, That's all. Yeah. We just you 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 But everybody thinks for that, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was on the radio. Yeah, yeah, shit. <laughs> all right, and with that, we'll hear another clip of a uh, Cobra song and. Yeah, we've got trailers for days, so I'll probably edit in a couple. You heard one in the the uh, ad break, and you'll hear one at the end too. And the Instagram again is underscore Cobras underscore. They're very proud of Neon Royale coming out very soon. I'm very excited to hear it. I haven't even heard the trailer music yet, so I'm excited to listen to that right yeah, after this. No date just yet, but you'll you'll know it when it's ready. Yep. When we have a date, you'll know it. Yeah, Facebook is yeah. just Cobras, and then we have Colin Zero. Tattoo? Yep, no, it's Colin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, there it is. I'm like, no, that's wrong. Yes, it is. No, that's right. And also, <laughs> also, Colin dot zero dot tattoo. And also, go check out our fearless leader and front woman, Frankie O'Ryan, on Facebook. Frankie O'Ryan, my She's wife. up to all kinds of cool stuff, including a talk show of her own. She does. We will not yeah. plug on your show. Feel free. We've plugged it before. Yeah. Uh, we so look I'm, up to her. Okay, talking tough with Angela Page and yeah. Frankie. Yeah, O'Ryan. we look up. We look up all of Everybody, plug everybody. Yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we, we wish Frankie was here. Yeah, yeah. she'll definitely. Frankie will be on. We might have an episode just with her because she does enough to where we could talk yeah. for a while. Or oh, maybe, for sure. Maybe we'll have a Frankie and Colin episode or sweet or I'd anything. Love to be back. I'd love to be back. I love this comfy, most Hell comfy yeah, interview I've done ever done. Yeah, this we want it to be laid back and chill. You know, we just want to be hanging out and because like I, like I said, I don't want it to be straight up like formal interview. I have things I'm interested to know about you guys, especially people who I'm just meeting. So you know, I try to keep it candid and. Straightforward. Yeah. You got anything you want to outro on? Any last like last minute yeah, questions? Yeah, I mean, if you still got any questions about mm-hmm. tattoos or any of that, I mean, I never quite did answer the whole like horror story thing. I didn't, yeah, you had, like you said, someone passing out or whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> there was. I mean, it's actually not all that eventful. It's just like I was to fill that blank. Uh, but it, uh, it, there was a dude. Uh, who was like, I don't know, gung ho, he's ready for it. And I've actually already tattooed him before, even. And it was like, I, I know he can sit for a couple hours at least, you know, so we'll be all right. And he's, he's sitting in a chair, and I'm, I'm going to work on something, and I forget what it was. I had reason to, like, maybe the phone rang. I had reason to take my gloves off and leave the room for a second. And, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he oh. has a reason. <laughs> what? No, it just, it just occurred to me that no, he was starting to, I remember seeing the symptoms, that's what it was. His skin kind of got cold under my hands, and I look, and he's getting white, and I'm like, oh, oh brother, you alright? And he's like, hey, get my girlfriend, grab some water, and I'm like, cool. So that's, you know, that, that was it. Yeah. I take my gloves off, I put them on the table, and I'm like, leaving the room, and I'm like, just in the middle of like, hey, uh, you're man, and I look back, and he's, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and Did he, he fall off your chair? Into the armrest. Oh. And it like scratched him. Fortunately, not in the area where the tattoo was, also. But yeah, the the armrest kind of like turned to a side and like scratched him somewhere. And it was just, oh, yeah, any ground. And 
you know, for his sake. I, of course, I'm not going to m- mention who he is or yeah. any of that. But, uh, yeah, dude's, like, on the ground, and I'm like, ah, this sucks, you know? Okay, so... And Bob Smith. <laughs> no. <laughs> not. Anything. Just kidding. If your name is Bob Smith, no. by the way. Just kidding. Exactly. It's like, that's somebody's name, asshole. <laughs> John Doe. No. Um, uh... But yeah, of course, like it generally happens. He sort of woke up and he was, yeah, all right, bro, give him some water. And he kind of, you know, came, sat there and was like, We're, we got to be done for the day, my man, you know? And it was a little scary, but he was just like, I don't get it. I was, I, I, I figured I was good. And I was like, well, did you eat today? And he's like, well, no. And I'm like, <laughs> you thought you were good? You didn't even eat and uh, nothing? No food and adrenaline. And you're going to yeah. pass yep. out or yep. pick one or the other. Mm-hmm. I passed out uh, giving blood one time. Nice. I, same scenario. I was just like, I'm good. I'm a tattooer. I deal with this stuff all the time. I'm like bragging about it to the lady. <laughs> She's like sticking it. It's like, dude, these things don't even phase me. Believe me, I work in the industry. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I love that. I love when they, I love when they take blood. Those like they switch the bottle and take more, and it's like squirting it. I'm like this. I'm like. Yeah, normally, right? Yeah, not and phased. And they're always like, can you get out of the way? I'm like, look at Yeah, that. not phased. Yeah. And then it's just like, I'm in the middle of bragging and just like, mm. just never know. Just, yeah, eat it. Yeah, it happens that. if your body's not ready, it needs yeah. to be ready. You I've had that, yeah, get, I've done Be that healthy before. before you sit down for those things. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Did you have to learn to be good about, like, recognizing those things? Because I remember, this is kind of a backstory, I thought about introing it with this, but the reason I came to you for my first, uh, for getting my sleeve started was because I knew someone years ago and um it was her first tattoo she went to you because she saw you on instagram and she wanted black work stuff she came to you for her first tattoo ever and i was with her i sat in there with her and i remember she wasn't really knowing what to expect and she was kind of feeling nervous and it was on the back of her neck and i remember she was like feeling dizzy and like she was like kind of like and she's like i'm good i'm good but then you were like no i'm gonna and you went and like got her m&ms or something and you, yeah, like, you got her some water got mm-hmm. her some sugar yeah. and i was just like damn that's pretty cool i don't know if all tattoo artists do that but that's cool that that dude oh, did man. that bedside manner, bedside manner has a lot to do with and how comfortable does the person feel yeah you know what i mean like i don't know like think about how comfortable a girl must feel having to like take something off or mm-hmm. something you know what i mean it's just like it's not a it's not a fun scenario like make it as easy as it can be yeah you know so, yeah, that's that generally what I try to keep in mind. You didn't like, do that for me, bro. What? You're like, oh, I think... Well, I... you're my buddy. I didn't give a shit. I'm like, what the hell is that? And you're like, oh, I think I got some bone here. I'm like, well, stop. And you're like, blah, more blah. Uh, okay, well, some things just come you with the You were trying. I could feel yeah, you. No, for the most part, I, I really do you. put a lot of focus into, like... I can feel impressing Let harder. the person be as comfortable as possible because we're trying to get a job done here. You yeah. Know? And we want them to leave happy. Genuinely happy, not just running yeah. and hoping that you didn't. You know what I mean? Like, you want, yeah, you want, you want or people. Kiss your ass next time. Get some M and M's. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. I'm really, I'm, I'm glad that 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 ended up paying itself forward in a, in a positive way. Cause yeah. Then we got to meet. Yeah, because in that positive interaction, like, I'm like, you know what, my favorite clients. That's so <laughs> awesome. I was telling him on the way here, I was like, I don't even want to call him a customer anymore. Like, that's my homie. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, right. yeah, I remember, we're friends now. I see you. Official. Yeah, you're, like, you're like a canvas. I don't, I see, you're not a person. I know. You're people like you. I'm people like, like, you're you look so at your left arm is ready, bro. Like, bet I'm going to skate that stuff outside in a little bit. Colin's already like designing your, your left arm. Yeah, we've already <laughs> talked about stuff. Yeah, whenever I knew I wanted a Lord of the Rings thing, I knew I wanted it black work. And then I was like, black work? That one guy, Colin, I sat with for that one girl's tattoo. Let's go. <laughs> and it worked out so cool. Yeah, man. Especially this wasn't even what I originally intended. I just wanted, like, I was thinking, like, some, like, trees or something coming out of my wrist. But I didn't want it like everyone gets it. So I wanted some personal spin. And then when you designed this, I was like, holy shit. I always got to do that. No, like, no, let's no, take no, that no. idea and go, like, this with it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then do it with this part? Yeah. It was just supposed to go up to here. 
And then you went all the way up, and I was like, dude, hell yeah, man. Good. I'm so glad you're still happy. You know, that's, you know, the longevity of a tattoo has some, has a lot to do with yeah, it. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? And not to mention, yeah. like, I, you know, obviously I do it for myself, but it does feel cool whenever people are like, wow, that's fucked. Like, one guy was like, do you just get that? And I was like, no, I've had it since fucking October or something. And then he's like, it looks fresh. And I was like, yeah, it's because he did like those blacks are. Because right? he did yeah, a good job. That good <laughs> that's that good, good. Yeah, and I would, like, if you do have his business cards in your car, I actually do want some. Because, uh, I mean, I try to shout it out as much Sweet. as I can. I would be happy, yeah. And then, yeah, you, are we good to wrap it up? Did you have any other yeah, stuff? Yeah, no, uh, no question. I just want to say thank you both for coming on, dude. Thank yeah, you for having was, us. Yeah, no problem. No yeah, I know it's been hard. I know uh, you guys are all busy people. You have lots of stuff with Cobras. You have your own personal stuff. Frankie has your own personal stuff. So it's been hard to coordinate, but I'm really glad that this worked out today. Likewise, oh, it was yeah, a lot dude. of fun. I like the show. I want to come back and talk about fucking creepy stuff with you. Dude, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't realize you got, y'all kept it real like that. I'm, I'm Definitely. I'm, yeah. I, yeah, I want to come back. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, this has been two out of four BAM members, but we will most likely have the rest of them here at some point, and probably them again another time. You're not going to get Louie in here. No? Don't even try. What? Why? Louie's the mysterious one. Oh, is he? He doesn't want to talk. You won't hear from Louie, but you'll definitely hear from Frankie, and you'll probably hear from these two I feel like Louie's sitting somewhere going, No. (laughs) He's listening. I talk. Trust me. Trust me. (laughs) I know my boy. He's really a robot. Well, if he never I comes... I think you were the robot. You're the robot. <laughs> robot. Alright, this has been episode 21. Thank you all for watching. Tune in next week for another episode. Hit him with that outro, Biscuit. <laughs>